Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jalen Rose, I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? Joining us in just minutes is the Iceman, George Gervin. He'll be here soon, but we start with some big news in the NBA. We've been talking about Kyrie Irving for weeks. Now we have hard news. He is going to opt in to his player option, getting $36.5 million and staying with the Brooklyn Nets for next year. What do you think the implications are of this decision? No surprises on this show. If you constantly watch the rhetoric that we spill on this topic. And there are people in the game that felt like it was a foregone conclusion that Kyrie was gonna lead the Nets by all means necessary. Whether it's to take less money with the Lakers, whether it's to try to force a sign and trade to a team they didn't even really wanna do a sign and trade with. But like I told you, the thing that was gonna carry today is his relationship with KD. And I'm gonna basically tell you how I believe these conversations went. I'm under contract for a few more years. They gonna take care of you. All you gotta do is show up and play ball. And that's what they say. If you show up, you opt in, you invest, we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna have a healthy team next year. We hope to have Ben Simmons. We hope to have Joe Harris. We're gonna fix whatever weaknesses we have. We have Seth Curry still on the roster. Like, we have a really good team. Opt in. If you opt out, now all of a sudden it creates a domino for KD too. You have Dame Dollar posted on IG story. You're gonna have other players around the league trying to recruit KD. And like I told you, I, I, I didn't wanna see KD bouncing around the league like a barnstormer trying to figure out which play player he can link up with to try to win a championship. And so this totally makes sense for all sides. And I'm looking forward to seeing how a healthy Nets team responds and again, like I tell you, the last three seasons have been an anomaly. Yep. We've had three champions in 20 months. Normally we have one champion in 12 months. Everything has been compressed. So when you show Kyrie's games missed, yes, there are two separate issues. There's an injury issue, issue and I talked about great all-star level players who put up the kind of numbers he put up but still missed the number of games he missed, like Shaq and Grant Hill. But also there's a last three years, like the pandemic, playing in a bubble, not getting vaccinated. So I believe he's gonna be reinvested and I'm looking forward to, to again, watching to see how this plays out. You know, I've always said that the Nets are like an NFT. Like they have value, <laughs> but you just can't see it or feel it. But when you I look like at that. this situation, look at who they have under contract, KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, Steph, Seth Curry. Now, there's, there's an underwhelming feeling that Nick Claxton will stay with the team. That is a great core. 
This NFT has more value than ever. <laughs> Call me crazy, Mr. Rose, but when I look at Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Nick Claxton, all on the same team, I see a team that can win the East. I see a team that was at top of the East before injuries started to hurt them last year. I'm going to say you should see a motivated team. The only one that didn't win a playoff game this year while having KD and Kyrie in uniform. And when you look at that roster, the thing that's going to need to happen for that small ball lineup to take place is the reinvention of Ben Simmons, how he's positioned on the floor. In Philadelphia, they wanted him to be the initiator of offense, i.e. the point guard. But what happens is that magnifies the fact that he's not going to attempt shots outside of the paint because normally he's at the top of the floor. Mm -hmm. But the lineup that they're going to be using now, with he and KD basically up front, he'll be playing like a quasi-power power guard, small ball five, and he'll be more on the wing, more on the baseline. He'll be more of a screener that can roll or kick it to the shooter on the, uh, the weak side or finish. And so again, his health is still going to be the determining factor because yep. with KD and with Kyrie, they're still going to need that third guy. That's why they went out and tried to recruit James Harden. That's why they now have Ben Simmons. If he's not healthy and playing like he's capable of playing, the goals still don't take place. Jalen, I'm glad you used the word motivated because I feel like Kyrie Irving tested his value the last couple weeks around the league just to see how many teams were interested. And some tells me that the, he didn't feel the sort of interest that he wanted to. Guess what? Now he's in a contract year. And he's going to have a great year. He's going to play all the games that he can play. And he's going to get the 40-point games and the oohs and the ahs and put up the highlights. And he might have a couple quotes that might, you know, make you say, hmm, as Arsenio Hall used to say. <laughs> Normal people keep the world going. But those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in fall. A11, all even. I'm not sure what that last one means. But Jalen... I don't disagree with this. Normal people keep the world going. Those are too different, you know, lead us into tomorrow. Sure, whatever that means, sure. Hey, you know what? What I've learned to do, like, with artists, entertainers, athletes, or whoever, like, who's uber talented at what they do, is focus on why I got introduced to them. Mm. And I got introduced to Kyrie Irving because he's an amazing basketball player. Great basketball player. Right, so, so I, I'm able to ignore what some people question as, you know, um, confusing messages on Twitter. Like, you know what I ain't confused? Right there. That. When he do that step back with that left hand. I know what that looks like. Ooh, look at this. There's no confusion there. That's a fuck it. None. There's no confusion there. And so, again, like, I think what ends up happening, Jacoby, as a public figure, and you know this, like, people will take um, um, snowball of slander and try to make that um, try to make that your legacy. And like Kyrie's like a terrific player, a champion, a clutch player. He just beats to a different drum. Yeah. But newsflash, most of us do. Exactly. Wait again. When you get confused, just just watch him play basketball. Just watch him play basketball. <laughs> He's a maestro. Now we are ESPN, so we do have to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers and the implications this has on the Lakers. The Lakers were trying to make a Westbrook for Kyrie deal happen. Obviously, did not happen. What do the Lakers do now? The same thing that they were going to plan to do when they hired Darvin Ham is try to do their best 
to ignite Anthony Davis to become one of the top players in the league again. If you could get him to match what LeBron James brought to the table last year, those two players alone, Jacoby, should lift you to playoff contention. They should be a top four or five seed with both of those guys playing at their apex. Now the third thing is Russ. They were not so big of a three last year. Mm. Here's what I think is going to have to happen. Darvin talked about having Russ invest on the defense because obviously when you get older, you start to focus on other things besides your defense when you've been an MVP, when you've averaged a triple-double, when you're a future Hall of Famer. You let the young fellas like THT go ahead and handle that. You know what I'm saying? But now you got to reinvest. And the other thing that has to happen, and I brought this up early last year, and a lot of, a lot of people didn't like hearing it that are Laker fans or, you know, probably even players. The best course for Russ would be to bring him off the bench. Mm. And, and here's why. I told you exactly. The game is so mental. Soon as you say, hey, Russ, get in there. When he jump up and he pull off his sweats, crowd gonna start cheering. Oh. See, see, see you gotta remember, this, this game is mental also. So, so how do you start making him feel good about his role and feel good about his game? Number one, put the ball in his hands. That means not have him start with LeBron. And two, when you call him off the bench, crowd gonna be like, get in there. Yeah, rust time. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be enthused, correct. And, and so now when he gets in and he's uber aggressive with the second unit, that's gonna be welcome. If he's struggling from the field and high turnovers, you get him back out. If he's playing well, you continue to ride the flow, stagger their minutes throughout the game, and then allow them to finish. And he may not start, but still give him the opportunity when he's playing well to finish. That's what I think the ultimate course of action will be in L.A. Jalen, you don't like to uh, compliment you too much, but that makes a lot of sense. I'll be stealing that one. I'll be stealing that one. I'm, I'm going to say I'm, this, this just in earlier today. You see me steal that one. Jalen. There's also some news in Los Angeles and has nothing to do with the Los Angeles Lakers and has everything to do with the Clippers. John Wall, who was paid by the Rockets not to play last year, is going to be bought out. He's expected to sign with the Clippers. The buyout money plus the money the Clippers are going to get him will get him basically up to his salary. Kawhi Leonard might come back. He's scheduled to come back. PG scheduled to come back. John Wall to the mix. This team overachieved without their stars under Ty Lue last year. What does adding John Wall add to this team next year? So I'm trying to rank my brain on who I feel like are the best coaches in the game. Okay. Pop, Kerr, Spo, Ty Lue. To me, those are the best coaches in the game. And you know anytime we do a list, I probably forget somebody. Sure. But, but, with, but with that being said, you now add an all-star level player in John Wall at the point spot. See, what they've done at the point spot the last few years is develop. Like, they turned Reggie Jackson into a, an asset that has been extremely productive for them. And Maxi as well coming in off the bench. I remember he playing really well in the playoffs a couple of years ago. And now all of a sudden you have some found money in John Wall that you can bring in, right? A guy that's been a 10 assist player a guy that's averaged two steals, and a guy that's 
faster than Paul George and Kawhi Leonard that's going to get out in the break and get them open shots. When you watch the, um, the Boston Celtics play during these playoffs, I'm going to just say something right now. They're going to either need to add a guard that they can put the ball in their hands to take some pressure off of the playmaking of Marcus Smart, or 3-2-1, you're going to probably see them possibly look to trade Marcus Smart. For the reason I'm about to say right now, to give Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown an opportunity to get easy shots. That's what John Wall is going to provide for Kawhi mm. Leonard and Paul George. And stop me if you've heard this said before. I think I've said it once before. This is my second time in the history of my life saying this. This is the best team the Clippers ever had. That's hard to disagree with. That's hard to disagree with. This is the best team that the Clippers have ever had. I'm talking about at what point of each person's career that they have, plus the championship pedigree of their best player. In this case, that's Kawhi Leonard, who's an all-NBA defender, along with Paul George, who's an all-NBA defender. Now you add John Wall to that mix, you, you know how much I love Zubac down low. Yep. I love the wings they brought in last year and a couple of trades that they did. Like, th this Clipper team is, is my favorite. Absolutely. Like not, this is my favorite. Like, you got to give the Golden State Warriors their props, and you're not going to overlook what they've accomplished. And I, Like, the Western Conference Final, I'm telling you right now, Clippers and Warriors. Really? Clippers and Warriors, yeah. The Dallas Western Mavericks Conference. might have something to say about that. There's a lot of time to discuss that. Now, obviously, you got Tyrese Maxey and Terrence Mann confused. Mann is the one in Los Angeles. They probably right. look alike. Both their last right. names start with M.A. No big Terrence deal. Terrence Mann. My fault, and they fella. are expected to retain Zubac. They'll get a deal done to keep him there. That's going to be a very, very, very tough team to beat in the playoffs next year. Jalen Rose, who do we have the honor, the privilege to be joined by in just minutes? Smooth operator, the Iceman, Hall of Famer, one of the top 50 to ever do it. And one thing he can't do is finger roll. George Gervin <laughs> is joining Jalen and Jacoby next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live from the seaport here in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. We are honored to be in the presence legend. of an absolute legend. Icon. Iceman George Gervin joins us on the program. Thank you so much for taking the time. How you fellas doing, man? We're doing great. Now, you were recently inducted into the 75 ceremony with top 75 players of all time. What was it like to be in a room with just so many buckets? Oh, wow, it was great. Um, you know, just to be able to see the guys that I admire coming up uh, uh, playing and, and then see the, the guys of this era, uh, 
you know, um, being a part of, um, you know, something that I think is very special. Uh, you know, to be named, you know, uh, you know, for myself, the 50 and 75 greatest of all time. You know, what an honor. Uh, I mean, it really kind of separates you from the rest pretty much, and I'm glad to be a part of that. Detroit legend, all-time great, one of my all-time idols on and off the floor. I literally just follow what he does, Jacoby, because he always does it with class. I have to ask you this, Iceman. You have an elite signature shot in the history of the league, the finger roll. Kareem has the sky hook. I have to ask you, who are the other three signature shots you would say are the top five of all time? Wow, that's tough, Jill. And, uh, I, you know, because you named the, the first two is the sky hook and, and the finger roll. Um, you know, after that, wow, you know, you move, you know, you have to think of the dunk, Will dunking the ball, or Kareem dunking the ball, them signatures, you know, you changed the game, you know, because they were so dominant around the rim. So, um, wow, man, I. That, that's a hard one for me um, because the ones that I really think of all the time is the, you know, the hook and the finger roll. So you're working with the big three now. What is that experience like being involved with the Ghost Ballers? <laughs> Man, that's fun. I mean, I really give Ice Cube a lot of credit. I mean, he really had a vision to put this three-on-three league together. Um, you know, I call it more fraternity because it's, you know, it's really a game. And in the championship and the playoffs, you know, it's two games. It's 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 another platform for guys that you know love the game. Um, you know, career um, as far as NBA was over or Europe was over, and he created another platform for him to continue to play. And, you know, for me, it's pretty genius. Um, it's fun. Um, you know, it's how we grew up playing three on three basketball. Everybody can play it. Um, it's worldwide and. You know, I think, you know, the some of the rules he's implemented is really making it exciting. You know, we got a four-point play, um, you know, unheard of in pro sports. And I think it's an exciting shot. Um, you know, a guy hit one on us the other day and almost beat us, uh, you know, because it was exciting. The fans really got to it. So I'm I'm real proud to be a part of, you know, the, the big three and my team, the Ghost Ballers. Uh, you know, I got a good squad. Everybody get out there this summer, support the big three. I'll make sure I go represent and check out a couple of games as well. Great to see the coaches, great to see the players. I have to ask you about a current player, Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. It seems like they're at an impasse, Iceman, about giving him a long-term deal. If you're the Nets, do you give him a long-term deal? Yeah, I give him a long-term deal. Kyrie can just flat out play. I mean, he, you know, he's he's a franchise player to me. He, he didn't, he know how to win, um, hit big shots, uh, make big plays down the stretch. Uh, you know, so for me, now this is me, I'm not the Nets owner. Kyrie, I give you a long extension. Me too. Me too. I told him it don't even matter about the games that he's missed recently. I look at these last couple of years like an anomaly too, Iceman. Like we've had COVID. They were in the bubble. He missed games because he wasn't vaccinated. I see going forward what you see, a franchise caliber player 
that can help lead you to a championship? I mean, he, he could just flat out play, man. Um, it's unfortunate that we all, as a country, as a world, went through that situation, that, you know, with that virus. Um, it, it really hurt a lot of us, and it still is. Uh, uh, it had an unbelievable impact on our society. So, you know, I'm going to leave that behind. The past is gone. We got to think about the future and, 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 you know, help, you know, making good choices, um, you know, to make good decisions. And, you know, for me, being a top 50, he's one of the best to ever do it, in my opinion. Well, he also has a teammate in Kevin Durant, who's also one of the best to ever do it. What makes me think about some of the duos from your generation. Who are who some of the dominant duos when you were in the league? Oh, wow. You know, Doc, Alex English, I mean, David Thompson, uh, World Be Free. I mean, I can just, you know, keep naming them. Um, I mean, these guys just, you know, fly out, play, came to play every night, uh, entertained you. Um, about Larry Keenan. Um, I mean, you know, Larry Keenan, one of the guys that played with me, you know, average double, double, you know, uh, you know, in the NBA. So uh, he's another one of them. A lot of our guys don't get the credit for, you know, what they have accomplished in this league. And, you know, guys like me and Jalen uh, don't want them to be forgot. So, you know, I, I just mentioned a few that just came to my head. Uh, but them guys, man, just flat out play. And that's really important to me as a student of the game who been in the gym my entire life. It's always important for me to acknowledge generations that happened before now because I don't care if it's music or movies or sports, people always act like their generation is the best. And you've been a legend that always makes sure you give credit to the current athletes. I saw you big up at Kevin Durant comparing his game to yours. But what do you think when you hear media and players and fans dismiss players from your era? Like, this is what I consider dismiss. When people are saying that Bill Russell is like eighth or ninth all time, and he got 11 rings in 13 years, that that's dismissing. So what do you think when you see and hear that? Well, Sam Jones, I mean, Sam Jones got it. Sam got what? Nine. You know, I mean, you look at a guy like Spencer Haywood. I mean, how are you going to not talk about a Spencer Haywood? Um, George McGinnis. I mean, you know, and that's the era I came out of. You know, you think about it too, Jalen. Um, you know, you listen to this culture here, uh, even music. They still got to go back in time to use the rhythms of the Motowns. Yeah. You know, I mean, to make it right to make people still want to hear it. You know, you got to go back in history and appreciate, you know, the, the art that they had, you know, um, Marvin Gaye. I mean, wow. I mean, I you going to ever forget Marvin Gaye or not include him in the greatest of all time, you know? So, you know, for me to not hear, you know, a lot about uh, yesterday and, you know, we are the foundation of this league, whether yeah. people want to accept it or not. You know, um, you know, people talk about me not winning a championship. Okay, I tried real hard, but you know, I ran through the Lakers. And, and the he only averaged forty. I mean, he only averaged forty. It wasn't for a lack of trying. <laughs> only one team can win a year. You know, but I feel so good of being a part of this foundation to see where this league has grown. 
to me, we all are champions because we created something globally. And I think all of us should be celebrated in one way or another. You know, and I'm from the ABA and the ABA got to be included. Uh, you know, we had a lot of talent come in in 76 to help make this league strong. And, you know, and I, you know, I hate that we don't talk about it enough. Um, we had some great guys playing at ABA. If you think about it in 76, when we did merge in 77, 78, if you look at the All-Star game, you'll see so many ABA guys a part of that All-Star game. And so, you know, I'm so proud to, you know, to be a part of this, um, you know, this worldwide organization as far as basketball. Um, it's a beautiful brotherhood, and I think we all should be celebrated one way or another. Now, obviously, people associate you with what you've done in the ABA and the NBA and with San Antonio Spurs, but you are Detroit through and through, and so is Jalen Rose. What is it about the city of Detroit? How does that sort of mold your basketball game? You know, I think, that, you know, people ask me all the time, man, you know, you know, what kind of ball players come out of Detroit? I say guys that can put it in the old, you know, and I say, you know, and guys from New York, you know, they dribble a lot. And, you know, they, you know, they real good at all that, but guys from Detroit can flat out score, you know, and it's still happening. Um, Detroit is a great playground to, you know, to educate yourself, you know, basketball-wise and, you know, we used to go around playground to playground, alley to alley back in the day, you know, just wanting to play and, you know, and, and had that dominant experience over other guys that could play. So Detroit is a beautiful place to, you know, for me, you know, to come up and, and that is my home. Uh, you know, that's where my roots are really at. And uh, I just appreciate that city, man. I'd love to see it. Uh, you know, trying to come back, man, to the, the city that it deserves to be. One of the only cities in the world that, you know, across the water is another country, man. How special mm -hmm. is that? Absolutely. And not only does he put on for the city, Jacoby, like a legend, but also a lot of people may or may not know, also a forefounder in educating young people. A lot of people may not realize the work that you've done in San Antonio and various places with your academies and schools. So can you talk about a lot of that work you've been doing for decades? Well, you know, I started off with a George Kirby Youth Center, you know, back in the 80s, after the late 80s when I retired. And then I created a charter school called the George Kirby Academy. I didn't have it now for, you know, over 28 years. Um, you know, I'm all about education. Uh, I didn't get it when I was young. My ball definitely, you know, helped me get through uh, um, through school and, and, and give me an opportunity to, you know, do the things that I did, um, you know, around the world. But, you know, education should be our number one priority. And I know a lot of kids wanted to do what we did, Jalen, is to play ball or be some kind of entertainer. But education has to be that first priority. I tell kids all the time, you got two ways you can do your one to 12. You can do your one to 12 in the educational facility, or you will do your one to 12 in jail. So that's wow. how important school is, you know, is to get that foundation, man, to understand how to survive in this system that we're in. You know, I'm one of the guys say, if I know the rules, I can play the game. And that's what that one to 12 does for you. And, I'm proud of it, man. I have graduated over, you know, thousands of kids. Um, I have another charter school in, in, in Phoenix called the George Gerber Preparatory. 
I'm in the education, man, and um, I didn't created a you know a lot of opportunities, uh, you know, for families. Um, you know, we have about 230 employees in our organization. Uh, you know, we create retirement homes, uh, you know, drug rehabilitation facilities, um, teen runaway facilities. Uh, you know, we just into it, man. Um, I don't do it for, for money. I do it to create services for other people. And, you know, for me, that's everything. Incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. You deserve all the flowers. That's amazing work that you do. Now, I have a question for you. You know, you're uh, you're associated with the San Antonio Spurs, and there's Dejounte Murray there. And uh, do you think that Dejounte Murray is going to be long term with the San Antonio Spurs? I really do. He's uh, and I seen him come in. You know, and he came in out of high school, I believe. He know how to play. You know, um, he got a good motor. You know, uh, you can tell he in love with the game there's a difference being in love and loving it and he's in love with it i, I really believe pop really uh, appreciate him and you know see the you know the, the potential that he has to carry this franchise so um i'm a big murray fan um i think he's gonna be here a long time now that's what i think now, i don't know you know but from what i can see and what he brings to this franchise um uh, you know he's um uh, He's something special, man, and I hope to see him here for a long time. You know, um, I'm a Greg Popovich fan. You know, Pop, no talent, and top. Pop know how to create a system to get the best out of what he has. And, uh, and, you know, so if he stay around, you know, uh, he's going to be a winner. Iceman, I was very fortunate enough to be able to participate in an upcoming documentary about your life and your career. What was it like for you to go back in time and relive a lot of situations that happened in your life? And what is something that you think people are going to take away when they actually watch the documentary? They'll find out for me what relationship means. You know, relationship means the world to me, you know, and me coming up in, you know, inner city in the 60s and, you know, in the 70s uh, and, you know, being raised by a single parent and, you know, seeing the, the love and the support she gave us. And, you know, I, I, I just want a lot of other youngsters that's coming up in a single parent home know that you can make it. You know, I think that's what you're going to take away from it. You're going to, you know, kind of hear a lot about my, you know, basketball career and playing against some of the greats. Uh, you know, they ain't going to mention me, but. Again, what this documentary means to me is to see my journey, you know, to see how I got here, you know, and some of the things that, you know, you go through, um, you know, you get knocked down sometimes, but, you know, life about recovery and you got to get back up and keep moving forward. And I think these kind of situations make you stronger, make you wiser and, and, and help you understand how important it is to help somebody else. So. I think that's what they're gonna really see in, uh, you know, in this documentary that's be coming out in the next few months. Ice man, we just watched the Golden State Warriors win the NBA championship against the Celtics, and Steph Curry win the Finals MVP. He plays the game a little bit differently than it was played in your era. What do you think about <laughs> how Steph Curry is so effective, especially from deep? Well, you can tell he's from good genes because Dale Curry, his dad could shoot it, but you yeah. know, he couldn't put it on the floor and shoot it like his son. He's special. 
you know. Um, you know, we really had a chance to see how the game evolved. You know, when I played, you played inside out. You know, what Steph brought to this game today is the game now is played outside. Well, pretty much outside and very seldom in. So, you know, the three-point line, which is from my history, the ABA, making the game more entertaining and more exciting. And, you know, for me, he's uh, he's special. You know, I really like him as uh, not just a basketball person, but his humbleness as a, you know, as a, a person. You know, and I do, do love his uh, his wife's cookbook too. I'm gonna remember to know that. I, I eat a lot of her recipes, so yeah, yeah I'm a big, I I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, you know Seth. <laughs> Absolutely, she's a great entrepreneur. Again, I love you, Legend. Forever grateful that you took the time to join us today. Feel free to come back and check on us anytime, and I'll be at a big three game to come support this year. All right, man, I appreciate it, man. Everybody else, man, look us up, man. It is a great game to watch. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you so much. We'll be back with more right after this on Jalen and Jacoby. WNBA action tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. It is the dream taking on the Washington Mystics. Tune in. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose every single day on this program that Brittany Griner remains detained in Russia. We are going to recognize it until she is released. Unlawfully detained way too long, Jacoby. And just seeing the images of her court date the other day are just horrific for me and chilling. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen Rose, the Colorado Avalanche are now holding the Stanley Cup and probably still drinking from it. However, you pointed out something yesterday on the program that got us thinking. What was that, Mr. Rose? Stan Kroenke and the ownership group of the Rams, also of the Nuggets, by the way, and of the Avalanche, won two championships of those three, and they also own the soccer team. That is the lacrosse team, the mammoth. The lacrosse team. So that's three championships, one owner, six months. That's what I'm talking about. Like, see, that, that, now that's elite ownership. Well, you know what that saying? tells Straight me? Up. I'm going to take out my <laughs> legal gambling app and put some money on the Nuggets yet next year because I'm going to get some good odds. It seems like they are on a roll. Very quickly, it was announced that Adrian Peterson is going to box Le'Veon Bell. Jalen Rose, what do you think about this? Celebrity boxing. It's going to be interesting to see two athletes in the square circle. Again, that clock in the ring hit different. That's the longest three minutes ever yes. each round. That hit different. So Big I'm shout to George to Gervin. Thank him for coming through. We'll be back tomorrow at ESPN 2. I love you, Iceman. Detroit, stand up. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. want to thank the Iceman, George Gervin, for joining us today. Not every day you have Gerv on the show. He shows up at JRLA golf outing from time to time to support the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy Jaguars. Look forward to seeing him potentially the end of August. What are we talking, August 21st, 22nd? Yep, the final month, the second from the last Monday. I think that's the 21st of August. Yep. 
Well, I'll be there. You know, I like to fly in on Saturday. Because, you know, I tell my wife I got to be there all day Sunday. <laughs> if I be there all day Sunday, I mean at the spot at the MGM Detroit. The Play best a little blackjack. Love that there. Yeah, Love that there I so much. You know I care about a steam room. Jalen Rose, there are some rumors that are tying DeJounte Murray to the Hawks. Why do you think the Hawks think that DeJounte Murray would be a good fit alongside Trey Young? So, you actually ask the poignant question, but I want to ask the question that nobody's asking. Why are the Spurs trading DeJounte Murray? Well, well, they haven't yet. It just seems like the Hawks are interested, but like, I feel like the Spurs, that's the piece they need to build around, not the piece they need to put in another uniform. Correct. They need to build around Jacob Portal? Is that the other feature him? Well, let, let me just say this out loud. Shout to Portal, by the way. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And the reason why I posed the question that way, why would the Spurs trade DeJounte Murray? In their mind, I'm gonna tell you why. They must not believe he a superstar. Hmm. They probably believe he's an all-star, trending toward all NBA. I'll tell you another example that fell into this category based on what they got in return. Paul George, an elite player, not considered a superstar, all NBA, one of the best though, 12 players in the game. I've been calling him that basically since he was in Indiana when he's healthy. And what you now have to do is you look at your team and say, if only DeJounte be, if, if DeJounte's not Luka or Ja or Giannis, then can we break him down and get some, some pieces that's going to allow us to build out our roster? And so look at what OKC did. They traded Paul George. How many mm -hmm. championships had the Clippers won since that move? Zero. And so now they got they got Big Chet. He might be a superstar. I love Big Chet. He's got the he. I think he's going to be the star from this draft. You see what I like? <clears throat> so he that, there you go. And they only got maybe they, they and I said they, they, and they still got maybe you know multiple <clears throat> first round draft picks still at their disposal. So I believe, of course, they understand that DeJounte's nice, and I love him. Like, he, I, he'd be a great Piston, but I know we ain't, you know, in the running right now. But to me, the way it's being discussed, that lets me know that the Spurs trying to do it, if well, they get one, the right deal. That's one thing I always say is the team knows more about the player than anybody else. The team knows more about the player than anybody else. So when the, when the Suns don't want to pay Aiton, and maybe want to trade Aiton, or maybe lose Aiton, that tells me something about Aiton. The same thing for Markel Fultz. When the Magic extended Markel Fultz, I said, well, they, they see him in practice every day. He must be showing them something. But I do like that the Thunder, the Thunder drafted two Jalen Williams, they drafted Chet, who I think is gonna be the best player from the draft, and they've got 65, 75 draft picks over the next four years. DeJounte Murray gets it done for the ones who get it done. Brought to you by Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every single industry backed by 24-7 support and access to product specialists. Call, click, or stop by Granger.com, or you can stop by one of the many brick-and-mortar Granger locations. 
another thing that's on a big name free agent that no one's talking about. Unrestricted. Zach, Zach Levine. Levine. No one's talking about it. We're talking about Jalen Brunson all day long. <clears throat> but no one's even saying the word Zach Levine. Is that because everyone expects him to go back to the Bulls? Do you expect him to go back to the Bulls? Nobody's talking about Zach Levine because people anticipate he'll be back in Chicago. Yeah. And the one thing about the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan was terrific this year. And Zach Levine dealt with some injury. Vucevic was inconsistent. Um, they got a couple of young, good pieces. As I still look at them re-signing Levine, they're not a contender. Mm-mm. I still see them as a really good regular season team. I agree. That uh, uh that a flirt with four to seven, four to six spot in the East, and losing the first or second round. Not a. It true does contender. feel that way. It does feel that way. Now you can always point back to injuries when they had everybody, when they had Caruso, when they had Ball, when they had. Kobe White and, and Zach Levine and DeRozan and Vucevic and everyone was humming and it was all working early on in the season. It looked great, but then unfortunately they were dealt with some injuries and that sort of derailed their season. And that series against the Bucks was a little more competitive than you remember it, but kind of like the Nets against the Celtics, they didn't lose all the games. You know what I mean? Right. They, I think they got one game. It's like, <clears throat> sure, they're close games, but you're still ending up on the wrong side of them except for that but the one, one that thing, we saw. The one thing the Bulls have going for itself is that now they have a pulse. Like Billy Donovan stabilized what they were doing. Their front office stabilized the roster. Um, you're going to get Lonzo Ball back. You hope to have Caruso healthy. That right there is going to be a crazy boost defensively. Like They're going to be locking down and getting mm-hmm. out of transition. And Levine going to be catching some lobs. DeRozan going to be dunking on some people. Like They're going to be balling in, like, in a regular season. Like, watch. They're going to they gonna have a top record in the East. They're going to be one of the top teams. That I, but I just don't see what they have on the interior putting them in position to be a contender. Jalen, you're part of the Rock Nation. Put a diamond in the sky. Um, the Big oh. 12, your conference is targeting Brett Yormark of Rock Nation. That's my guy. The COO. They're targeting him. Guy to run the Big 12. What do you think about this news as commissioner? I like it. Um, things have gotten more innov- innovative. And hip-hop and rap music is just taking over. Just think about what you said. Rock Nation, a company founded by Jay-Z, an executive at Rock Nation, a previous executive, works for the Pistons. You're talking about now work for the Big 12. And what now happens is the game changes. And how about this in the NBA? When you saw agents start to become GMs, like Bob Myers, for example, with the Golden State Warriors, or Aaron Teller with the Pistons, who helped move the team to Detroit. And so Leon Rose now with the Knicks. Rob Palinka. And so, like, what ends up happening is you have to have the pulse of the street. You have to have the pulse of the athlete and or the pulse of like the artist, even if you're the big 12 commissioner, because guess what? (coughs) The big 12 ain't the sexy conference. The SEC football is. Yeah. Like each time the big 12 has a really great team, they gonna score 55 points a game 
and throw for 500 yards. But soon as that college playoff come, we zooming in on that SEC. So I'm mm -hmm. happy for Brett. It'll be a game changer. Jalen, when the NIL stuff was announced at college, I expected the numbers that we hear as a result to be much higher than they have been, right? However, quarterback recruit, Jaden Rashada, is going to Miami. And in going to Miami, he's agreed to a $9.5 million NIL deal. Do you expect more of this type of recruitment as college football becomes more comfortable with NIL deals and those deals mature to values that come closer to this than previously? I think what it's going to be is based on how much leverage the player has, how much demand the player is in, and the kind of business acumen that his representatives and family already have in the situation. Because the one thing I already know, here's some math. I'll just use any shoe company. Say Nike brand Jordan is with Michigan, right? So they tell Michigan, we're going to give you guys $800 million. And for that $800 million, part of that deal is these 15 athletes have to wear the shoe. Mm -hmm. Michigan, in theory, could share that $800,000 with the students. But they don't have to because they're still going to get the 800000 and the player still got to wear the shoe anyway. So in other words, the sponsor is going to be loyal to the school because the school is going to be there forever versus the player is going to be there one year, two years, three years, four years. You're not going to interrupt a decade, two decade long relationship where y'all can get money and and split it hand over fist while sharing it with the players. And so you will see unique athletes like this get NIL deals, but overarching, I don't see colleges willing to willingly share their sponsors with their players, whether they say it out loud or not. Jalen, very quickly, Jack Harlow from Kentucky, he got a KFC deal that makes perfect sense. He's from the state, blah, 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 makes perfect business sense. My quick question for you is, if you were to team with a fast food brand, a fast food restaurant, and you had your own signature meal, I know you don't eat too much fast food, but if you were to team up with one brand and have one meal, what would the Jalen Rose meal be? Oh, it gotta be wings. Oh yeah, wing stop? Yeah, it gotta be wing stop. It gotta be, it gotta be wing stop. And what you get, what, what's the meal? Lemon pepper or Louisiana yours, rub. See, I know yours better than you. Yours would be a variety pack. It would be like 12 wings yeah. with two from six different flavors. Yeah. I, that, that, you, if you order multiple wings, you don't get one large wings. You get multiple different flavors. Yes. You like to pick and choose from yes. a platter of different wings. Yes. How many, how many times did we used to go to Hooters and I used to always order the wings and the crab legs? And you know you'd get the dry, the hot wings, the dry rub wings, and then maybe another wings, and then you'd order two pounds of crab legs. You would open all the crab legs, give it back to the server so they could heat up the crab meat that you've got in a big pile, and then you would eat that in like ten seconds. Big shout to the Hooters in downtown Los Angeles. You'll forever have a piece of my heart. That Golden Tea Machine. I put up some numbers on that Golden Tea Machine. 
Not a lot of people would just be at a, at a lunch with Jalen Rose and just get up and just walk over and play Golden Tee <laughs> by themselves hour. for a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm going to start making calls. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build this into the day. When he going to play the game, I'm going to start making calls. Like, he really be gone like a 30 minutes to an hour. Oh, uh, you're my guy. Appreciate you. We're going to do the show again tomorrow. Call 985-80-Jalen. Of course, we're going to have all voice mails on Friday. We'll probably hit a couple on Wednesday and Thursday, too. Call 985-80-Jalen. Be a part of the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen? We're Rose? not done. We're not done. We are not done. I